I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Winning Winning So one of the things that um, has been very vague I'd like to say this uh, training camp season has been Tyus Bowser and his injury. The outside linebacker has been on the NFI non-football injury list essentially the entire training camp. Uh, We have not seen Tyus in action at all. Tyus has been practicing, um, but it is to my understanding that he has been moved to the pup list to start the season. So, Cordell, if you could tell the listeners, what exactly has been told that is going on with Tyus? Because I really feel like this is one of the injuries where they've just kind of laid low about this. And then what do you envision them doing in Tyler's absence? Yeah, um, this Tyus Bowser situation has been a weird one, I feel like, yeah. all, all offseason um, because he – got eventually did get back on the field last year and you thought that he would be kind of okay this year um you'd get a healthier version of Tyus Bowser of anything that's what I thought we were going to get this year and around OTAs and stuff we see him out there um I can't remember if he was on the field for OTAs I got to go back and look at my notes um but he if if nothing else he might have been out there working out or something on the side field and as it went on, we get to, I, I think, from mini camp to training camp, he's not even out there working out anymore. He's just not on the field at all. And he now has progressed to the point to where he's out there trying to run. He's not up to full speed either. Um, but we were, the last thing John Harbaugh told us is that he has an agitated knee. And a couple weeks ago, he said at the time that he didn't feel like Tyus Bowser was in jeopardy to miss week one. Obviously that's changed with him going on the pup list. Now he'll be out the first, at least the first four weeks. Um, And it's concerning to me. It's concerning to me because I just don't know what to expect from, from him anymore. Um, And obviously nobody can control their injuries, um, but it just seems like this is one that, they're un, you know, kind of blindsided them a little bit, and everybody's trying to play catch up with it right now, and nobody really has a true timeline on when they think he'll be back. I mean, like I said, it is good that this week he got back to being on the field and and trying to run. That's a step in the right direction. Um, but you you do have to wonder. I mean, if this a knee again, um, I mean, well, it was what the Achilles the first time, right? Uh, I feel like, and if if a knee issue, yes, that was that's knee towards Achilles, yeah. So the the knee right now, I mean, that's that's obviously not a good combo, uh, to have. So hopefully he can return soon. But it it is one that has had a, a growing concern for me. Absolutely. So 
now that Ty is, uh, is on the pup list, how do you foresee the Ravens uh, making up for Tyus's loss? Yeah, I mean, well, you look at the people that they were able to keep uh, on, on the roster. I mean, Delshawn Phillips made the team, uh, which is good. He essentially makes it over Christian Welch. So I, I know they like him, but he's more of an inside guy. Uh, I mean, Jadavian Clowney. Um, will be out there. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. he, that was a part of the thinking with going to get him. Um, so it'll it'll be a lot of. I think they'll have to ask a lot of Jadavian Clowney to to start the year. To be honest with you, I think you're going to yeah. see a lot of him. Um, but they don't have a lot of depth on the outside. I mean, we could end up seeing like Malik Harrison playing some outside at some point uh, because we saw them try that last year. It wasn't great. But you, I don't know what to expect with them. Tavius Robinson hasn't been practicing as of late. I don't really know what's going on with him. Um, so they're just banged up defensively. And I, I just have a – I mentioned a growing concern about Bowser, but just the defense as a whole I'm a little worried about right now. I mean, about a month or two ago, we thought the defense would be one of the strong points, if not the strong point of the team to start the year with the offense – having a new offensive coordinator, learning a new scheme. Quite a few of their key guys missed most of training camp. So it was thought that maybe the defense would have to carry the load to start the year, but I don't know if they could be relied on to do that. I mean, it could look eerily similar to how last year started uh, defensively for them, where they were giving up a lot in the passing game because, uh, you know, the, the corners weren't really able to cover anybody down the field and, even though the pass rush was better than we thought, um, I I worry about the pass rush a little bit this year. Yeah, as, and that's an understandable concern. You know, we didn't see a lot of greatness from the backups in the preseason game. Now, granted, again, they played against starters, so you have to take that for what it's worth. But you still didn't love what you saw, and you know, Ajabo is still trying to get himself together. He's essentially a rookie this year. So we have to get, give him some grace in that. So I'm going to throw a curveball to you, Cordell, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. There's a guy. I don't know if you heard this guy. I don't know how good he is. His name is um, Bosa. Mm. In San Francisco, apparently he is not happy that he has not gotten a new contract yet, and that there is an A some AFC teams that are you know sniffing around about a potential trade. You think that's something that the Ravens would be interested or 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 would have been a part of? I, I think anybody would love to have a Bosa on their team. Um, I would wonder if his price tag is going to be beyond what the Ravens are able to do. Uh, yeah. We're the Lamar era of the con, you know, of Lamar's contract right now. They just gave Roquan 
uh, a big time deal. They're still paying guys like Ronnie Stanley and Marlon Humphrey. And uh, they, you know, they, you got Matt Abike who's in a contract year. Uh, Dobbins Very true. in a contract year. Very um, true. You know, I, I don't, I don't know if the Ravens are willing to really go to that price tag, but he does play a position that they value. Um, yep. He is a guy that would, um, when you talk about at least his play on the field, uh, that would probably fit right into what you think of when you think of past Ravens uh, players. Um, so, I, like I said, I think anybody would love to have a Bosa. It's just, <laughs> are you going to be willing to pay for, for such Bosa? Trade value and monetary value. That's very true. I mean, obviously, there's some potential uh, things that you could do from a trade perspective, right? You can add a draft pick, but you could also add a player that mm -hmm. essentially he'd be replacing, right? But the money, I think, is the bigger issue. But it was a rumor going around uh, that an AFC team is sniffing around uh, out there for uh, in San Francisco. And I was just curious on your thoughts to know if the Ravens, yes, post Lamar era would still be interested in uh, bolstering their roster for a guy like Bosa, which I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kicking them ties. Okay. Yeah. What is I'm kicking them ties. What is he asking for? And what do you want? Mm -hmm. I mean, so, I'm at least going to find out. I'm, I'm at least going to find out what, you know, what's happening there uh, and have a legit conversation internally um, yep. about it because that's a difference maker. You know, absolutely, you, that, that's a true difference maker right there. I think this is wishful thinking on my part, but you know, hey, listen, if something happened, we can always say, Well, the winning drive podcast talked about it first, so we definitely can. We definitely can. <laughs> so, you got to put it out there just in case, just in case that there's an opportunity that, that presents itself. You got to be the ones to say, Well, we said it first, so uh, just, just thought I'd ask you. Oh, yeah. Those questions. So, of course, we know the 53-man roster has been uh, officially solidified. Ravens play on Sunday, September the 10th against the Houston Texans. We know that C.J. Stroud will be starting uh, the rookie from Ohio State. And the Ravens are very uh, good against not only um, starters, young rookie starters, but they're very good week one in the John Harbaugh era. So it should be fun. We'll be talking um, next week about the game plan for that leading up to the first week of the season. Football is officially here, Cordell, real football. I not, love it. Not preseason football, not that streak that we, that we <laughs> no longer have to talk about. Real football will officially be back next week. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, and we'll be talking about the game plans in the, the coming weeks.